Listen, this might not be the best podcast you've ever heard, but I had a cold nitro brew from Starbucks and I'm a little amped up. I haven't felt this amped up since the Born Ultimatum came out in theater and I had to leave because I was too excited and anxiety checking my pulse. But we think it's pretty good. So you, hopefully you have an okay time. There's a bug in there. There's a bug in there. everyone and welcome to OK Time episode 23. I'm Carl Grashett and I'm joined by Steve Ellis, the co-host. And just so you know, it's episode 23 and this week we're talking about the Black Angels' first album, Passover, and the band called La 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 La's album, Sleepyhead. Won't you listen as we discuss and talk about? Did I tell you that Sarah is signing me up for like classes and stuff because she thinks that I don't have any like friends or don't know how to interact with like people outside of the house because I've been working from home so much? What kind of classes? Like, well, I actually would go to this and I'm happy that she signed me up. It's a it's like a sketch comedy or like an improv class in Philly, Philly uh, improv studio. I I would enjoy it. Yeah, but Philadelphia somewhere. Yeah, I know. I'm familiar. (laughs) But I was just thinking about like, she must really think I don't know how to interact with people in in the world because I just I talk a lot to myself at home because I'm working so much at home and I like talk to the cats more than I should. Well, like this wasn't, you guys didn't discuss this. You just said, Hey, by the way, this is when you need to be at your class that I signed you up for. Yeah. I mean, it was free, but yeah, she signed me up and then just sent me the info. (laughs) Cause she was like, you need to do this actually for, for us. It's not just for you. Well, I said that I have plenty of friends, Carl or I'm sorry, Steve, (laughs) <laughs> Sarah, Carl, internet, myself, internet friends, uh, the cats, all the people at the local coffee shops. Did you stay in touch with your neighbor from, uh, Ferndale? Blair, the guy that put his picture on the business card. Yes. I actually, I texted him last week. Did you really? Maybe, maybe I should leave the house. <laughs> he's like an 80 year old man that lives live nearby he's really not you know he's probably like 70 yeah don't exaggerate saying he's 80 he's a, he was a really nice man but we uh buried a rat together did you really yeah this bird of prey dropped a straight up rat in the alley by our house i remember it fell out of the sky it really did and i don't know what that means like what kind of an omen that is but it's like some leftover stuff yeah, I did. If Max Richter was playing at that point, it would have been something. Speaking of rats, have you still been running? Um, just once since we talked last, but um, I was itching to go uh, yesterday and the day before, and I just have had a tight schedule. Do you often say, I've been itching to do things like that? <laughs> Not really. Don't make me feel bad about it. You should start. Oh, it's a good thing. Yeah, I like it. It's I've been itching to talk to you about some stuff. So, just so you know, I I have a an ally in being kind of behind um, the curve or out of the loop. Earlier, Alicia texted me and she said that she had a new air uh, earpod. Airpod. Earpod. Airpod. Ear. <laughs> earpod. How do you not know what things are? Don't be rude. This is what she said to me. I have a, I have earpod. And I was like, what? 
Are you talking about the Apple ones? I'm getting there. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> she said, I have an ear pod. And I was like, oh, what is that? <laughs> she said, it's a um, hand, hands-free cordless um, headphones. And I was like, oh, you're, I think you're talking about AirPods. <laughs> and she was like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, I think I am too. So I'm not, sure <laughs> I'm not sure um, my response was you better make sure that they uh, will connect up with your disc man. <laughs> oh my God. Remember those? I do. I never, uh, I did have one. I had a couple actually, but that just makes me feel um, good because I'm like, oh geez. Okay. So I'm not the only one that isn't on top of these things. We should let the audience know that Alicia is 64 years old. <laughs> she's, she's not, but like uh, Sarah, um, she could be accused of being grandmash in certain ways. <laughs> Did you hear about this e- ear pod? <laughs> Show Becky. <laughs> I didn't, <clears throat> I remember I didn't really know what they were. They were called for a while. I mean, I've known for a, a while now, but when I first started seeing them, I didn't know what they were called. They, I mean, I hated, I hated them when I first saw that they came out. I thought they were the dumbest thing and I resisted for a long time until I saw somebody, uh, when I still worked in Detroit, I saw him leaving the parking garage and I asked him about them and he confirmed that they stay in your ear when you're running and they're very comfortable. So, uh, I love them. Yeah, I bet I would too. But I, uh, same when I first started seeing them, I was like, nope, that's like, (laughs) that's too close to Bluetooth, man. Oh yeah. But. I mean, you don't look that cool, but except if you're me wearing them. Well, but. you look kind of, yeah. I mean, you look like you're, you just walked off the set of a Black Mirror shoot. That's true. Speaking of cool things, let's talk about, um, should I give an introduction? Yeah, please. So I asked you to listen to Black Angels Passover. I've seen the Black Angels a few times when I lived in San Diego. They're from Austin. That's where they started. Uh, I saw them once in Detroit. I liked their first three albums. Um, I was happy for them. They seemed they were they started out kind of like sharing their music on MySpace back in like the late aught. 2000s aught is that how you say aught aught eight no i don't think so okay <laughs> no actually i think that's wrong um, you could say late aughts yeah that's what i said who's gonna say aught eight i would okay <laughs> keep in mind i've had a nitro cold brew i'm a little excited just don't put the born ultimatum on i won't no i won't i'll probably watch the fugitive later uh <laughs> no, watch watch blue, Pla- <laughs> blue planet okay uh, anyway, I was excited as they got more success. Um, some songs get a little bit too like psychedelic like I'm walking in a desert near a Joshua tree, like trying to make sense out of this weird uh, pattern on a cactus. But for the most part, I enjoy their music. Um, and because you mentioned that we are going to put Goat on the 
songs of the week playlist and I enjoyed that song. I, I thought that you had said you sworn off psychedelic, but you, I guess you had. And so I gave you this, or this tangible record to listen to. So talk about. Right. So I had to, oh, I was embarrassed. I had to go down to the pawn shop and, <laughs> and get it, get it back because I thought I forgot it was going to be part of the podcast. I thought you just told me to borrow it and I figured I could get a few bucks for it. And it's two whole uh, vinyls in there. So <clears throat> I got some Lee jeans. They tra- They did an even swap Lee jeans. You some Dungaroo? I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, just kidding. I'd listen to it. <laughs> <clears throat> Both on the record player and at work and on a walk. Man. Man. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't not like psychedelic music, but as we've, I think probably what is more accurate is that I just don't know too much about it. And I, I don't gravitate toward it naturally. Mm -hmm. Maybe I did at one point, but not so much anymore. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, um, you gave me the vinyl. So I had the, the artwork nice and large in my hands and, um, it's pretty cool. It's, um, just type and lines and it's black and white and it's cool how the name of the record is Passover and that kind of wraps around the, the front and the back. Um, so like on the front, you would just see the word over on the back. I guess you just see the word pass. Um, yeah. The guitarist is a graphic designer. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So did he do all the, the artwork for all the albums? I believe he did. Christian Bland is his name. Have you seen their logo? Yeah, it's neat. So it's Nico. And then they, uh, like there's a song on, what's that Andy Warhol album called? Is that what it's called? The Velvet Underground? Yeah. Well, there's like a song that has uh, the Black Angels. It's like the Black Angels death song. Is that what it's called? Maybe that's what it's called. But anyway, like their logo is is a silhouette of Nico, which is interesting. That is, yeah, it really is. Um, And it's it's super lo-fi. Like I would not have guessed that there was a graphic designer in the band um, from looking at, well, this, I mean, this is, this isn't nicely designed, but like I was surprised at their logo because it's so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that for real. I really didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you lean on the uh, sound? <laughs> I tried to turn the brightness down and I accidentally hit that. I'm sorry. I'm really sure for that. sound. (laughs) No, I really don't. I just accidentally hit it and I feel bad. Um, yeah. So, so the, the logo is just like surprisingly low fi and, um, you know, it kind of looks like when teenagers make a thing for a band and they use a photocopy or, Mm -hmm. uh, do some sort of collage in a, in a good way. I'm, I don't mean to criticize it. Um, and I wouldn't know, I don't think I would have known it was Nico, but I, I read that it was Nico. Um, so yeah. Um, the first, my first reaction was, uh, more psychedelica. Can we call it that? I think so. Why do I often feel lukewarm toward this genre? Heaviness helps. Maybe I can dig this. Sounds like Velvet Underground at times. Something he- heavier, 
other times. Young Men Dead, the first track gets pretty heavy. I can dig it or at least I'll keep my try to keep my mind open. And this was pretty actually um fairly easy to get into. It wasn't particularly challenging. Overall, my the way I experienced it was it feels very counter countercultural, both in like in, instrumentation, the style uh, being like drony and repetitive. Uh, the lyrics there, I didn't look um, too far into lyrics, but like just looking at track listing alone and then uh, choruses in the songs that are like, feel like they're about, I don't know, some dy- dystopia, anti-war. There's like the, an anti-war song at the end of the record. I think I read that it was a Jimmy Cliff cover. Um, hmm. You know how it has that like secret track at the end? It's been a minute since I listened to it all the way through and I didn't this week. So I'll have to go back and do that. Yeah. The last song called to arms is it's like maybe four minutes long and then there's about four minutes of dead space and then there's a cover Hmm. at the end isn't that a treat it was uh something it felt dark desperate and bleak uh they create a sketchy atmosphere manipulation stuck out to me as a the sixth song on the record kind of having like um just as dark dark and atmospheric repetitive kind of like if you were doing a a film on a cult leader, I feel mm-hmm. like these songs from this record would work well. Um, some of the vocal tracks were felt like kind of kind of raw and desperate at times, which was cool and kind of allowed me to get into it more. I feel like with psychedelic music, the the more raw and kind of unhinged the vocals, the easier. I mean, I I think I like dark psychedelic music is what I'm trying to say. And this stuff is pretty dark. Yeah, I don't think that they throw too much effects on his vocals besides like a little reverb. And I think that it's it suits the band and their sound well. Yeah. And I like how a lot of their songs are pretty groove based and they'll just kind of do one thing for a long time and bring in different elements kind of sometimes atonal things. Sometimes there's like a drone machine uh, on several tracks. There's just space for like backward guitar. Mm -hmm. I want to know more about that drone box. It keeps coming up, but I haven't looked into it. Dwayne's drone. Um, I've seen it. You have? I mean, I've seen it. it. I I feel like it's either its own thing or it's not. And it's part of like a Moog or something. And it's just a, he, I'm not positive about that, but it's cool. It's cool. Like when you see it. Yeah. Um, I wrote good, sketchy, evil hippie song titles like young men dead sniper at the gates of heaven, better off alone. I wrote better of alone, uh, and bloodhounds on my trail. I learned a new word looking into, to see what other people have written about this band. Uh, the word dirge, do you know this? Dirge. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's not grimy. <laughs> I know it kind of sounds like it. No, it's like in their Wikipedia um, entry. It means uh, a lament for the dead, especially one forming part of a funeral rite. 
That that feels accurate. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity to learn new words as well. There you go, dirge, D-I-R-G-E. It's a noun. This was uh, interesting. Formed in from their Wikipedia page, formed in May 2004, the Black Angels took their name from the Velvet Underground. We covered that. Uh, the Black Angels were f- featured on a dual disc compilation album of psychedelic music called Psychedelica Volume One from Northern Star Records. This, along with the growing popularity of their MySpace page, gave the band a jump in popularity in the underground scene. Thanks, Tom. (laughs) Thank you, Tom. People have compared them to Spiritualized, which I don't really know anything about, um, and the 13th floor elevators. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was, it was cool to find out that um, they were Rocky Erickson's backing band for a 2008 uh, tour. Yeah, I saw Rocky Erickson in Ferndale once. Oh, you did? He wasn't with them, but like, I mean, he, you know, he's been through some shit obviously in his life. So like when he, uh, he, I don't know that he should have been performing when I saw him, but like the backing band really held the performance together. But you know, it wasn't these guys, was it? No, no. Doesn't he usually play with like, um, kind of young, uh, younger musicians? Like totally. Totally. 20s? Yeah. They were definitely way younger. Yeah. And the, just the um, the secret track. I don't know if bands really do that much anymore. It was more of like a. I just don't know if it has the same appeal with so much music being delivered digitally. Mm-hmm. It's like a thing that CDs had. So many bands in the '90s had secret tracks. The Melvins. This was probably like late '90s, early 2000s. Did you ever listen to the Maggot on CD? Mm-mm. They put the tracks, the track breaks in the middle of songs. So you couldn't really, uh, in a practical way, like track through to get to your favorite song because you would end up in the middle of it at best. That's smart. And that same record had the back of the album was in the front of the CD. They just like flipped the the artwork. (laughs) It was pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, overall this, uh, I kept think getting images of a t- teenager or a young adult kind of being ostracized from their family for wearing bell bottoms and smoking grass and um, protesting the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. The Wonder Years kept coming to mind. Winnie Cooper. I wonder if that holds up. Have you watched The Wonder Years in the past 20 years? No, but I did see the actor, was it Ben Savage? Savage? Uh, Uh, He was on some Netflix show, and I thought that was fun to see him. Was it good, the show? It was all right. It was funny. It was like, got Keegan-Michael Key and... uh, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like something college, friends from college, maybe? It was a movie, right? No, it was like a limited series, maybe. They don't know if it got renewed. Oh. Um... I wrote two haikus. One's, well, you be the judge. One I think is funny. One I think is serious. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want first? Serious. Rabid white rabbits, dirt cheap coffins at Costco. How low can we go? Mm. There's only one left. That was hilarious. <laughs> Here's the funny one. Hello, witch doctor, tree frog manipulator. Never mind, later. 
I like that ending. That reminds me of like one. Oh, there's fire. Ah, yeah. Nice. Good job. Haiku's peaked at that one. Um, and I'd like to add Young Men Dead, Black Grease, and Manipulation. Uh, okay. Young Men Dead, Black Grease. Did you, did you, uh, find the experience of listening to the actual record different than listening on Spotify or about the same? Well, I mean, I did different things. So when the record was on, I was, uh, doing dishes or, uh, looking at the internet mm-hmm. and, you know, it was a, di- a different experience. Cause like on Spotify, I was, uh, walking through West Philly or, uh, working. Gotcha. But you know, it's like, I feel like really to get the, the full effect of how it would actually sound different, I would need to use headphones with my mm. turntable and lay down or something. Cause I mean, my headphones aren't long enough that I could do anything but lay down since the bed is next to the turntable. You need an ear pod. An ear pod. <laughs> <laughs> you need an ear pod. Um, and I'm going to give it three bugs in there. This was a good album and I enjoyed it. I would listen to it again. Solid. And I would. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed Assigned to you, la 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 la, sleepyhead. It's a person named Lily West, and um, I I started listening to the newest one, which came out recently. I don't know how recent, 2018, um, first, and then and I liked it, but it wasn't like an everyday record for me. And then I checked out the other one which I assigned you called sleepyhead and it became an everyday uh, album and has been for like about a month. Like I was saying last week, it's just kind of quirky uh, kind of singer songwriter ish, but indie rock definitely garagey kind of lo-fi and something about, I don't know. I'm interested to hear what you thought of it. I haven't considered too much why it struck a chord with me, but it really did. Your turn. It was kind of weird to me how you had Black Angels this week and then you signed this because the first thing I thought upon hearing her voice was that it reminded me of Nico a little bit on certain songs. Oh. Like she has a like a low a little bit of a lower register, not super low, but just like low enough where it that's that's just the first thing that popped into my head. Mm-hmm. So I thought Nico rides again. <laughs> wow. That's Wow. Look, look at that. Um, and the other thing that I thought, did you like the, just the one song, the second song, fuck with your friends that, uh-huh. that reminded me of the Pixies right away. Like just that little guitar riff. Didn't it, didn't it's like, I kept wanting to say, where is my mind? Um, I didn't occur to me, but I see what you're, I see what you mean. Just, yeah. that was just the weird thing that I thought listening to the beginning of that song. But uh, I agreed, and we've we've been recommending each other lots of like more lo-fi, more DIY recorded 
things in the past, I don't know, 10 episodes or so. And so I've taken a strong liking to a lot of that music. And I had liked it before, but I, I really found this record fun to to go through multiple times in different ways. I watched, I didn't watch it because it's a record, but I listened to it <laughs> in headphones, uh, in the car, and then on the, the TV. It's one of those TVs that you can tell to play songs and it will play it. Um, you know, one of those smart TVs or something. You got that? All of them do that now if you buy it, a new TV, which it was. Oh, you guys got a new TV? Well, we got that one from Costco when it was on sale. You're saying it came with this album on it? No, I'm saying it had Spotify. Oh, uh, I thought you were saying kind of like um, when uh, the U2 album showed up on all our phones. <laughs> that was fucked up. I know. Fuck you, Bono. I mean, probably tons of people actually wanted it, but I sure didn't. No one wanted it, Bono. <laughs> and The Edge is not a good name for yourself. If you're going to make up a name, stupid. <laughs> Okay, back to La 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 La. Uh, just hearing that, that's a, that's hard to say, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like you name your band that and then the joke's on everybody who has to say it. Next up, we have La 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 La, la from Chicago. Her voice confused me too because I was expecting like a more of an odd... Fucking uh, Chicago dogs. I got to go play at a show down there. I got a la 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 la. But she, it confused me because she's almost sounded. She's British, right? Right. Yeah. So she, I was like, is she kind of saying some weird words, a little weird that it's not Midwest. And then I I was reading more uh, on her website, like her bio, and she's originally from London. So perfect. She was in LA as a teenager and then relocated to Chicago where she started doing more music. So that made a lot of sense once I found that out. You um, thought it was a, somebody pulling a Jay retard on you? Yeah. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. He did that too. Rest his soul. Uh, I just was confused and it's, it doesn't take much as you know, to, to do that. But, um, I was happy to find that out. I'd like to go back to the album artwork here on Sleepyhead because it's, Oh, it's good. I, I love it. Yeah. It's, she's got like a lizard hand. She's kind of peering over at the, at the listener straight, straight through something's wrong with her nose and then out the window it's either a friend or someone who's looks like they're throwing up out the window and there's red clouds in the room and then a gray cloud and then a red rain cloud and like a green thing and it's the this kind of drawing and uh, illustration on a record like this amused me severely what do you think as a person who's more talented in that area than i i love it it feels like um kind of like outsider art which i uh, always enjoy. Yeah. And then, uh, just, I didn't listen to all of the lamb, her latest LP, but just the picture, I can tell that she's standing on a pier overlooking Lake Michigan, um, in Chicago. And, you know, as a Michigander, I, I appreciate that. It's a great lake you're looking at there, bud. Respect. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like that cover too. Completely different approach. Obviously she looks like she's like, just take the fucking picture already. And that's the one they used. Yeah. So I found out more about her writing process on this album and then her latest one. So basically a lot of the lyrics are about her experiences in and around various shows and parties and just, you know, being a 20 something in Chicago and like drinking and having fun. Uh, but I guess she got sober after that. She got sick of just 
all of that. And a lot of her experiences on the lamb were from, you know, having experienced sobriety for an extended period of time. So that, that was kind of cool to learn about. Um, and learn about, learn about, <laughs> it's not easy to, to do something like that and let alone write and feel like you can still write in the same way or also to go out to shows and like kind of retrain your, the way you experience things like that. So it's commendable. Um, one of the lyrics from the song, I think it's fuck with your friends. I just wanted to call out cause it made me laugh. Uh, I drink more than I want to cause it makes you easier to talk to. And what you're saying is boring. And then also <laughs> later in the song, she's like, also, I love cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that song got me. That was like, once I heard that song, I decided I loved that album and needed a lot of it. Yeah. It reminded me like listening to it multiple, probably f- six times or so I got through. Uh, it reminded me all the times out at a bar or at a show or just in public where I felt shame for myself and felt nervous and anxious and had to leave. But, and that's like the songs, the music playing in my head as I'm walking out, but I, I feel grid, good, good. I feel um, a sense grid. of relief. Uh, grid. I feel a little bit of dirge. <laughs> I feel relief knowing that I'm I'm going back to like a place of comfort, whether it's just me by myself. I don't have to deal with people looking at me or anything. So I, I don't know. I connected in that way. Yeah. But uh, a lot of the songs I've found enjoyable to the point where I, before getting through the whole album, I just replayed a few individual songs a few times before continuing on through the rest of the album. The first track, Exorcism, Fuck With Your Friends was like that dream song, um, Nothing, Moon Baby, Sunstar. My second favorite. What'd you say? Nothing was my second favorite. Yeah, there's so many good ones. La La Song. Uh, And I I just like the way they recorded it. As you said, very lo-fi. I think she recorded this first one herself or like with a very low budget. Um, So I always think that's something to be proud of and commendable too. So enjoyed it. Um, I learned more, learnt, I don't think learnt, I learned more about, learnt, learnt. <laughs> I learned more about Hardly Art Records, which I didn't know. Is that a Chicago thing? No, I, hmm. Hardly Art Records, I guess it's an offshoot of Sub Pop is what I was, from what I was reading. Oh. But, um, Taco Cat's on that label and so is Proto Martyr and multiple, like Hunks and his punks. There's a bunch of others that I've, that I've heard of that, hmm. I'd listen to more. So that's cool because I've definitely found other bands and artists that I've enjoyed listening to based on the record label that they're on, you know, like bands that you've recommended that I've then, you know, looked at their label mates and stuff like that. Have we talked about Taco Cat? Not on here, but you shared Taco Cat with Sarah and I uh, long before we started this podcast. Oh, good. I like that band. Yeah, it made me laugh. Like number one, the that's a great band name. Taco Cat. Sounds like talk about. Um, so I am going to add exorcism, dream song and bed. Uh, dream song they are. kept making me, yeah, learnt. It kept making me laugh. Uh, just uh, the way she uses I, I dreamt X, Y, Z uh, in the verse and then goes into the chorus and then back into the verse. Like it's so seamless and that's the part of songwriting that I really love. So I, I had them all... Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't hear what you said because of the fucking Zencaster. Oh. I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I'm going to give this uh, the four bugs because oh. what is the, this is one of my new favorite albums and it has earned a spot on my regular rotation. So uh, thank you. Lily West, uh, the last West to come out of Chicago was Kanye. 
I hope that you don't have the same career. I hope you you're, you do well, but don't turn into a fucking douchebag that wears Make America Great Again hats. I wish you the best. Uh, I did. I forgot to write a haiku, so I'm gonna make one again. Oh, great! Ready? La 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 la. Ha! That was profound. Did you <laughs> experience that the way I did? That's dumb. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do another one because I think I can do better. <clears throat> okay. Looking over at it made me feel so. Hmm. That's fresh water there. <laughs> Are you talking about Lake Michigan? Yeah. How could you tell? You just knew from that picture that that's Lake Michigan. It's just a water. Because I knew she was from her. Well, she was based out of Chicago. That to me looks like a pier in Chicago with the lake behind her. If she doesn't want to worry about her album art that much, she's album art. She's just going to go nearby. So it, it made sense to me. I'm impressed that you're like um, a body of water detective. (laughs) That there looks like a great lake. (laughs) Let me tip my finger in there and smell it. (laughs) You got lake carp. Uh, So that's good. It was a good, good week for me. Thank you for that recommendation. I've, I've said it before, but I'm really excited about both of these playlists. I think there's some great songs on there and, um, we have an Instagram now. We're just really 2019 is it. Sarah just opened the garage door and like looked at me like I, I'm out. She thought I wasn't going to be all right. I'm all right. <laughs> Did she wave or anything? She gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> like what would happen to you out there? It's not that cold. Like I'm going to be all right. I know how to make it back into the house from the garage. Maybe she was afraid you accidentally started the car and had a hose. No. From the, I mean, it could happen by accident. I guess, You're but like organizing things in the garage. And next thing you know, there's a hose in the muffler. Hon, <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on. My body felt weird. She must think that I don't have any other life skills. I just got to get out and experience other classes that are free. (laughs) He's going to sign you up for like a stepdad instructional. I thought I was going to, I'm going to make a website called Delaware adult friend finder. Do you think that's a good idea? I do. I think Delaware's it's ready for it. (laughs) Isn't adult friend finder finder a, dot com a thing already and it's like mostly for non like fun hangouts it's like for other sexual things that i don't want to be involved in well we can think about how you could me- come up with good messaging to let people know that it's just for wholesome fun i told you about my idea for like a tinder spinoff called tender right oh no it's just pictures of chicken tenders and you swipe right or left. And like, if you swipe right and, and choose it, it gives you directions to a local restaurant that serves that tender. <laughs> Let's get that going. That's all it is. I think it sounds great. Why wouldn't it catch on? If that song Baby Shark went viral, then... Fuck that song. Tender's going to be big. They don't have a stepdad shark that fuck that song. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Songs of the week. Songs of the week. I uh, was getting a, a little bit into, I haven't heard it all yet, but got into Jenny Lee from War Paint. Shut that dog up. <laughs> Say that again, maybe. Uh, shut that dog up. Say the Jenny Lee. Oh, Jenny Lee's. Yeah. Um, she has a, a solo album from 2015 called right on exclamation point. And, um, it's cool. I haven't, like I said, I haven't heard it all yet, but I listened to four or five tracks and I was, I was down. So I want to add a song called never from that. Which sounds like a cure song. Okay. Dig it. Dig it. Shut that dog up. Isabel. She, no, I didn't mean that in a rude way. No, I know. Cool. I'm going to add, um, the song called Goner by Dead Confederate. I listened to that this week also. You got it, Goner. T. Hardy and the boys. I did listen to, a couple of weeks ago, I re-listened to um, Hardy and the Hard Knocks. Is that what it's called? Is that the album I asked you to listen to? No, that's not the one you assigned me, but it was like an, an ancillary pick. Mm. It's good. Well, I'll take pay it attention to his next tour because I would love to see him and I th- I think they're still in Athens or like he is so the I would assume he'd play the East Coast. Cool. I'd like to see that. Can I go? Yeah, I'll I'll text you right away. Are you okay in the garage? <laughs> yeah, but I am making potatoes in the oven so I asked Sarah if she could take them out of the oven. Oh what kind? Baked potatoes. Hmm. I have a lot of life skills. You ever listen to Winhand? Um, negative. Okay, Winhand self-titled EP from 2012. It's like five songs. That's a relapse band, right? Uh, it might be on relapse. I'm not sure. Let me see. Winhand ST, you said? Yep. Okay. Let's see what I can do. I'll think about it. It's It's really heavy, but I think you would like it. I was thinking... I just got into this band that I've I've known the the members for a bit. They until like three weeks ago they worked at the coffee shop across the street, and I never I didn't know what their band was called, but they're on tour right now. And I saw I don't know where I saw their name somewhere and was like, wait a minute, isn't that <clears throat> Amy and Jim? And uh, so I looked the album up and it's really good. It's, uh, they're called dark thoughts and it's a self-titled album from 2016. It's some super solid poppy punk. Awesome. So dig it. Great. Thank you. I look forward to listening to it. a couple of self-titled. <laughs> Listening to episode 23 of OK Time Podcast Exclamation Point. <laughs> Our podcast is produced by Sarah Taylor Cummings and hosted by myself, Steve Ellis, and Carl Grashit. Our intro and outro music is The Hokkaido Concern 
from Newark, Delaware. And uh, you can follow us on social, me at, at Harefort, Carl at, at Carl Grashit. You mentioned the uh, Instagram. Are we allowed to talk about that now? Yeah, we have an Instagram. It's okay time podcast. Um, there's three posts and three followers and they're all three of us. <laughs> Man, that's, that's a good start. Yeah. So follow that Scott, um, <laughs> Ryan, Alicia, please. Anybody. We also, uh, reviews are fun. If you want to leave a review, uh, not everybody uses, uh, an app to listen to podcasts that allows reviewing and, uh, a star rating. But if you do, we'd love to hear what you think about it or follow us at um, Instagram and then uh, talk at us about um, what classes you think Carl should take to become a better stepdad. I'm already the number one stepdad in Delaware. Like I'm talking about like potato baking classes or like adult friend finders in Delaware or tender. Is that it? Did I miss anything? No, that's it. That there looks like a great lake. Let me tip my finger in there and smell it.